Hello everyone, welcome to a segment of Retail Refined coming to you live from Shop Talk Europe. I have the pleasure now of sitting with Christopher Sellen. He's Managing Director of Europe for Cause. Um, just had a great conversation on stage. Thank you so much for sitting with me. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about your role at, at Cause. Okay, so I run the European business, as you said. We operate 100 plus stores in Europe, over close to 40 markets, and then we have e-commerce and even more markets. So it's my responsibility to uh, lead the team and to drive and maximize selling and growth um, profitability for these markets and to hopefully find new potential for us. Okay, well, profitability is key. It's a big, big theme at this conference. Uh, we have Now we have to really focus on that. Before yeah. it was like growth at any yeah. cost and yes. definitely the world's evolved yeah. since then. Um, well, our panel was about that balance of inspiration and ease when it comes to the in-store experience. And, and Cause Group, you guys are doing something really interesting when it comes to technology. Um, so can you tell our audience a little bit about that? Sure, so the presentation that I just shared was about Smart Store, which is a uh, technological concept that we're rolling out. We've rolled it out in our stores in the US, so it's fully rolled out there, and we're about to roll this out in our European stores. So what we're doing is that we, uh, integrate so we try to integrate the digital and the physical store experience so we've installed rfid readers and the ceilings of all our stores and all rooms in store including fitting in the stock room which then allows us to get full trans stop transparency at any given time so uh, that allows us to offer uh, better customer service and and hopefully an improved customer experience as well we have an app both for store staff, but also for customers. They get a lighter version, so they don't get full access to everything yet. Uh, and then through that app, the, the store team will be able to scan an item, um, get information about what sizes we have available, look at what colors we have uh, available, sizes in other stores in case we don't have anything available. We see styling suggestions. Um, we show items that this item is often sold with and the RFID readers then allow us to get a map over the store so we see where in the store the item is, is hanging as well. So really helpful. And as I mentioned in the presentation, what's really strong here is that even though we have people that haven't worked with us so long, they'll be able to offer customer service on quite a high level because the styling suggestions will hopefully be good and accurate um, and should build confidence and allow them to serve the customer even better. And you're in early days of this and have yes. done successful tests in the US rolling out to Europe. So you do not have all the data yet. And But is it uh, does it have the capability, because you said, making good suggestions to learn and optimize and iterate so that the suggestions get better and better? So today, as it's not fully up and running, the manual it's a manual selection that's being done. So the uh, team behind, so to say, chooses and selects what we say as style with mm -hmm. or recommendations. The ambition down the line is, of course, to find the combination where it's data supported as well. And I think there will always be a, a manual touch to it mm -hmm. uh, because we want to make sure that we present ourselves in the best way as a brand, yeah. the way we want to. But uh, the combination of the two, I think, would be very, very powerful. So you told us a bit about what the store associates app experience is. Yes. What is it for the customer? So the customers, the, the part that I shared with you before here about um, the map of the store, colors and sizes, they'll also uh, see the sizes. I'm not sure now that you say it, but the colors they'll see for sure. Um, 
then we have the possibility in the staff app to then do stock transfers, see availabilities in other stores, look at what's actually in the stock room and these kind of things. And that will not be available for the customer for obvious right. reasons. We will also have like the schedule of the day and so on mm-hmm. will be available in the app. And again, for obvious right. reasons. For the, for the customer. Um, so tell us a little bit about um, from the test that you did in the U.S. and obviously Europe will be a different market. Yep. But what were some of the learnings? Like, what were some of the benefits, surprises? Yeah. So, so far, very few surprises in a, in a negative way. We've been very happy with the, with the rollout. We see very positive customer engagement from it. The fact that we can offer an improved personalized customer experience really helps. And as I mentioned before, the fact that regardless of the time you worked as a sales advisor or sales assistant, you feel more confidence. We also see more interactions. So that's been, been very positive. And so far, knock on wood, um, we see good figures from it as well. So it, it does help drive the selling. So that's, of course, what we want to see as well. So in the diagram you showed for the smart store and the different verticals that it can impact, merchandising was one. So you talked about styling. So yes. what um, what kinds of things is it informing or helping you iterate on from a merchandising standpoint? So as I mentioned before, we have the readers also in the fitting rooms, which I think is super exciting. So. As the customer walks in, the readers instantly displays the items he brought to the fitting room on either a smart mirror that we have or a small tablet that we have in the fitting room that will then allow them to request additional sizes if needed. Uh, But also we show uh, styling suggestions. So both of these should help with customer experience, but also drive additional selling for us. And as I mentioned, I think we've all experienced that we've been to the fitting room, tried something on, but we've been in a rush or too lazy or whatever, quite often you need to change back to your normal clothes right. before you go out and, and grab what you want to try on, right? And then you don't do it and it's a lost purchase over to me. So I think that's part of it. But if we then fully move over to the data side, I think it's so interesting that we'll be able to see in-store conversion. Mm-hmm. Um, as I mentioned today, I think most retailers measure selling based on actual sold pieces, which of course will always be relevant or sold money. Yeah. But this will allow us to look at how many times something was tried on versus how much it's sold. Maybe you sell 10 pieces of something, but it's tried on 100. And you have another item which is tried on five times, it's sold five times. Well, then we need to work differently in how we display that item. Maybe we need to quantify it differently. Maybe there's a learning for the one that only sold 10 of 100. Maybe there's something that we can optimize with how we style it, with um, how it's actually being produced or designed or on wall. So I think there's so much interesting data here yeah. um, that will be available to us and that today for most retailers, we have availability within the digital channel, mm-hmm. but not the physical one. So the fact that we'll be able to bridge these two. Yeah, for that information, yeah. yeah. So the other thing is you have to think differently a little bit about the store associate, their role, how you're training them, a- upskilling yeah. them for this. Yeah. Um, how are you How are you approaching that? That's part one. And the yeah. second part is you talk about learning from a quantitative side. Are you, how are they kind of your front line to be the qualitative insights? Yeah. I think, which might be the reason you do this as a two-part question that they were interlinked, right? The, for us, it's about securing the customer experience that we want and offering the customer service that we want. Um, so. The app in itself is on a mobile device. Um, 
the interface is extremely similar to the apps that you most probably have on your own personal device. So it's something they're used to interacting with. And on that device, we then also have trained videos. So it should be very interactive. Um, and I think that by doing that, we secure a high level of understanding of what it is we're trying to do. Um, and that then should translate to good service and, and a nice or an, an improved customer experience. Mm -hmm. And then how about for them uh, to share back learnings? Because as you said, in the use case, mm -hmm. it's been tried on 10 times and only bought two, or this one's tried on and bought every time you have the quantitative insights. Right. How is the store team helping you complement that with the, with the context? Okay, yeah. Um, I don't think that feedback is connected to smart store. I think that feedback is needed regardless. Absolutely. I think yeah. that you, this is the quantitative part of it that we open up now through smart store. That channel is needed regardless, where of course, through the structure that we have, the store team then speaks within our structure and area team. And then that feedback is given back through the organization to the design and, and buying team. Yeah. So for me, there are two, two parallel uh, streams. But then, of course, the combination of the two gives us the data and the information that we need to hopefully take the right decision. Yeah, absolutely. So. Um, again, going back to the diagram that you guys didn't see on stage and you talked about merchandising and checkout, yeah. right? The different pillars. Yeah. Um, there's the testing and then there's the rollout of it. What are the stakeholders that have to kind of come together? Yeah. Um, and how do you how do you make sure that that's facilitated in a way that it's like a harmonious approach to make this yeah. successful? I think it's going to be a learning process. As we said, it's a rollout in one market. We cover more than well, almost 40 markets in Europe. So each market will be slightly different, I think, from a cultural perspective. Um, so rollout wise, um, we will take this market by market. Mm -hmm. um, we'll take a group of markets and roll it out. And then and we need to to test and learn from that. Sorry, I lost track. Oh, the stakeholders. The stakeholders, thank you. Um, it's a big project in the way that more or less all functions of the business will need to be involved mm. in, in the best way possible. We, we mentioned merchandising. I think a visual needs to be there. Marketing needs to be there. Buying needs to be there. IT, of course, mm -hmm. we mentioned. So we've created a full product group around this to secure that we roll it out in the best possible way, but then especially keep it up and running mm. uh, in, in a good way. So I think it's going to be for us to to learn, um, but I see this as something that will hopefully become a natural part of our everyday work, how we run business. Yeah, no, I bring it up because I think we've evolved a lot as an industry, but historically, there's a lot of groups in isolation working. And when you talk about something as integrated as this, it cannot be successful without that collaboration yeah, no, happening. That's the point. And there's always the risk, of course, of silos and that's why i think this is such a strong tool because it really merges everything together in a nice way yeah so what are you most excited about as it comes to europe i honestly just getting this out i think i see huge opportunity in this we see strong figures from the us i think that there are maybe naively only upsides to this i'm really looking forward to to this and i think that it really helps to create an enhanced only experience, which I, I really look forward to. We talked about before the 
importance of, importance of seamlessness. Really? And then for us to secure that the experience you have in store matches with what you see on the app, but also then matches with what you see online. And I think that if we can create that phonely seamless experience, um, we create this great customer journey, uh, which again, should help our brand and our selling. Yeah, no, absolutely. And what's exciting is, you know, we stood on, on stage and we talked about how do you balance inspiration and ease. And I think automatically a lot of people bucket technology in the ease bucket, Yeah. but the way in which you're structuring it, uh, the insights and data and the tool that it is for the consumer, for the store staff is going to feed how you can facilitate inspiration. And I think that we can have technically an amazing app, but unless it's inspiring and nice to use, it's not going to work. And I think that for us, it's so important that we, again, show ourselves in the way that we want. And the, the app needs to be inspiration, even though it's initially primarily an internal facing app, it still needs to be inspirational and give the styling suggestions that we want so that we can then give the customer the customer experience that we want to give. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm going to check it out in the U.S. And uh, good luck as it rolls out into Europe. Thank you so much for sitting with me today. Again, this is Christopher Sellen. He is Managing Director of Europe for Cause Group. Um, If you're in Europe, you'll be seeing this in stores sometime soon.